Hello and welcome to PCOM Perspectives. I'm your host, Dr. Jay Feldstein, and today we're talking with Dr. Sean Spencer about the pharmacy profession. Dr. Spencer is the Dean of the PCOM School of Pharmacy located at PCOM Georgia. He's an alumnus of Temple University in Philadelphia, where he earned a Bachelor of Science degree in Pharmacy and a PhD in Pharmaceutical Sciences. He brings more than 23 years of combined experience in pharmacy practice and education to PCOM and has held a wide variety of academic leadership roles. Prior to joining PCOM, he served as the Associate Dean of Institutional Improvement at Florida A&M University in Tallahassee, Florida, where he was a tenured professor of clinical pharmacology. In addition, he was the founding division director of pharmaceutical sciences at the Farley Dickinson University School of Pharmacy in Florham Park, New Jersey. With experience working as a pharmacist in hospital and community pharmacy settings, Dr. Spencer has a research background as co-investigator on phase one cancer clinical trials conducted at the National Institutes of Health, NIH, and National Cancer Institute Center for Cancer Research in Bethesda, Maryland. Welcome, Dr. Spencer. Thanks, Dr. Feldstein. It's a pleasure to be here. Dr. Spencer, you've been the dean of the PCOM School of Pharmacy for one year now. What is your continuing vision for the school? The School of Pharmacy at PCOM Georgia has been a developing program since 2010. And now we've finished our developing stage and we're in a growth trajectory in terms of adding more and more value for students pursuing pharmacy as their healthcare career. My vision for the school as dean is to continue to build on PCOM's 120-year tradition of academic excellence and quality by being recognized as a national leader in producing doctors of pharmacy which influence and impact human health. We want our graduates to be highly visible nationally and to be engaged in advancing the pharmacy profession. This requires being known for our academic excellence and our leadership. We've highlighted on our webpage that PCOM School of Pharmacy graduates have the highest licensing exam pass rates among private schools of pharmacy in Georgia. Students are asking us, what are you doing differently? Well, the answer to that question is that we're working hard to develop a scientific mindset in our learners, along with a personal and professional development and confidence to be successful, what we call self-efficacy. Ultimately, and it's with the commitment of our dedicated faculty and staff, we want to be known as providing one of the greatest values in pharmacy education, evidenced by the diversity of career opportunities available to our graduates. How do you measure success for the School of Pharmacy? We have a system for evaluating whether we are achieving our core mission as a School of Pharmacy. We call it our success metrics. We have seven success metrics. First, we want 100% of our graduates to be employed in the field of their choice after graduation. This often requires all of our students to pass their licensing exam, the NAPLEX, immediately after graduation. Number two is that we expect to be able to, to attract students into the program who are committed to becoming knowledgeable, skilled healthcare professionals. This speaks to the success of our admissions evaluations and recruitment process. Next, we expect 100% of our learners to graduate with their degree and graduate on time. Our philosophy is once we admit you as a PCOM student, we believe you have what it takes to succeed. Occasionally, we have academic failures, and it's an indication that we have work to do, either with admissions or our support systems. Number four is innovation. Are we, as educators, scientists, and clinicians, contributing to the body of knowledge which defines our individual areas of expertise? Innovation includes identifying ways of doing things better, such as contemporary approaches in teaching, best practices in active learning, contributing to new guidelines of patient care. There are many indicators of innovation, which we, is something we embrace within the School of Pharmacy. Number five is faculty and staff engagement. 
Our student-to-faculty ratio affords faculty the time for one-on-one -on -one meetings. Committed and engaged faculty is something we feel proud about. Success metric number six is preceptor satisfaction. We have over 500 training preceptors, mostly in Georgia, but in many other states as well. We are thankful for their commitment to our students and PCOM, and we need them to be satisfied with the professionalism and work ethic of our students. And lastly, number seven is our student experience. Put simply, we want to know that 100% of our students would choose PCOM again. When you go through pharmacy school, we often say, that was hard, not sure if I could do that again. But we want our alumni to value their experience and recommend our program to others. The practice of pharmacy is rapidly changing. Can you discuss the evolution we've experienced over the last decade? Certainly. It was only 10 or 15 years ago that a pharmacist was likely a local businessman. Today, the profession has transformed to where the registered pharmacist is a valued expert in our healthcare system, providing what we call cognitive services, such as helping to address medication adherence. One of the largest barriers to healthcare outcomes is patients not taking their medicines as prescribed. Pharmacists are trained in developing social relationships with patients to help with adherence. The scope and breadth of practice areas has been continually expanding. Now we have over 3,000 pharmacy residency positions every year not just internal medicine, but in specialty areas such as emergency medicine, transplant medicine, nutritional support, and psychiatry. Many of our clinical faculty have practice sites in ambulatory care settings. They lead their own clinics with collaborative practice agreements, which give them the authority to prescribe medicines for patients with chronic diseases such as diabetes and hypertension. Once people hear about these roles, they are surprised. Many students come to our open houses saying, I didn't know that. I just came for the salary. Over the long term, we see genuine excitement over the integral role that pharmacists play in improving healthcare in this country today. As an educator, how do you view the future of pharmacy and the challenges we face as educators of future pharmacists? That's an interesting and fascinating question. The future continues to evolve as healthcare systems expand their investments in clinical pharmacy practitioners. From 2016 to 2026, we're seeing 40% predicted growth in pharmacists embedded in ambulatory and outpatient care settings, including what we call patient-centered medical homes and accountable care organizations. These are coordinated care systems focused on tracking patient outcomes and the cost of healthcare. We're finding that pharmacist interventions in the clinic are helping to lower the cost of healthcare in the United States. And as educators, we have to train our graduates for the dynamic roles of advocating for the patient while fulfilling the responsibility of lowering the cost of care. Patient advocacy requires traits and displays of empathy or compassion, and we typically haven't had to teach soft skills in years past. In the future, these soft skills will be fundamental to pharmacists being effective and valued members of healthcare teams. It has already begun. Well, thanks for answering those questions. Uh, do you have any questions for me? Yes, I do. Dr. Feldstein, there's currently an explosion in indications for medical cannabis across the country. What do you see going forward as a role of pharmacists and pharmacy education in this movement? I see the, the role as twofold. One, I think many states will require the presence of a pharmacist on site at dispensaries so to really offer the expertise in dosing and side effects and be able to really explain the type of medical cannabis and the concentration and dosage of the cannabis being prescribed. And I think pharmacists, from an education standpoint, whether it's pharmacy students or practicing pharmacists, really need to be brought up to speed and educated in this arena. 
And I, I think an area that you'll even see uh, more opportunity, not only in, in medical cannabis, but now we've, there's a large discussion about the use of hemp in cannabidiol, which is the non-psychoactive component of the plant. And I think there's a tremendous opportunity for research in both medical cannabis and for cannabidiol in medical conditions. So I, I really think pharmacy is positioned to explode from a research and practitioner standpoint. And I look forward to uh, PCOM being a leader from a pharmacy education standpoint for not only pharmacy students, but for practicing pharmacists as well. PCOM Georgia has grown rapidly since 2005 and now offers degrees in osteopathic medicine, biomedical sciences, pharmacy, physician assistant studies, and physical therapy. Are we seeing this same potential or need for breadth of programs offered in South Georgia? And is there an opportunity for training pharmacy students in South Georgia to help address healthcare access gaps in the region? I think the answer is yes to both questions. The question is, is how do we deliver it most effectively? Do we offer uh, these services as clinical extensions? So it's the clinical experience being offered in South uh, Georgia? Or do we offer them as additional four-year programs? And I think a lot will have to do as, as the region develops and as our relationships with feeder schools and colleges that we grow for our DO program that we started there, we'll just have to figure out what's the best way to add programs on. What are the challenges, if any, to PCOM in establishing a healthcare delivery footprint in Georgia and South Georgia? Are there delivery models or opportunities in Georgia where PCOM can be successful as a primary care provider of patient access and student training? Yeah, I think one of the main challenges is that we do it in a way that doesn't threaten our established clinical partners for our experiential learnings in both the DO program, the PA program, PT, and pharmacy. So if we, we could either partner with our existing clinical providers or we could go to areas uh, that are underserved in either urban or rural locations, which is both, you know, in Atlanta and in South Georgia. And, and I think we want to do it in a way where we can have on-site interprofessional education where we can have pharmacy students, DO students, PA students, and PT students working together, actually treating patients together. And, you know, I think that model can be successful and even potentially partnering with FQHCs. It might be a road for us to go down or with other existing kind of uh, free clinics, so to speak, that are freestanding, that serve a mission that's comparable to ours. Well, I'd just like to thank you, Dr. Spencer, for your time today. During this past year, our students have benefited from Dr. Spencer's vision for the School of Pharmacy. He has made great strides in offering our students an opportunity to customize their education through pharmacy concentrations. In addition, PharmD students are now able to pursue one of the three graduate business degrees offered in partnership with St. Joseph University in Philadelphia. To listen to past episodes of this podcast and to become a subscriber, visit our SoundCloud page or find us on iTunes by searching Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine. I'm Dr. Jay Feldstein, and this has been PCOM Perspectives.